Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. Thanks for liking This is the Scottish Football Betting Podcast, and I'm joined by Greg for a first podcast of 2024. Greg, how's things? Yeah, doing very well, thank you. It's been a long time. <laughs> I would a few technical issues just getting connected. It had been so long. Um, good start to the year. Yeah, it has been. I think January is always a really tough month for punters, uh, and I'm no different. I think this is our fourth January since the channel started, and I don't we've had a really good January yet. Um, lots of other good months, but yeah, I think December, January time, lots of matches packed into a short space of time, terrible weather, doesn't really conclude to um, very profitable months in comparison to other months. But that, that said, uh, we're in double figure profit for. Um, January already, and we're obviously only halfway through the month. So yeah, been a really good start. Yeah, and that's without the the top flight being in action. Greg, there's a, I think it's a two week, two and a half week kind of winter break. Two week break, we're... and they're back next week for the Scottish Cup. Yeah, which should so, be should be interesting. Well, I'm going to Airdrie, so it'll be very interesting. Potential <laughs> uh, uh, banana skin <laughs> on the cards, but we'll speak about that in next week's podcast. Any trip to Airdrie is always interesting, Greg, as you well know. <laughs> football or no football yes, um, so we've got games in the Championship League 1 and League 2 this week we're just going to have a very quick run through of some of the games Greg you've already put some tips up on the channel which we'll cover over the next 10, 15, 20 minutes yeah so I've kind of shared it's quite a difficult card this week I must say obviously missing out on the six Premiership games looking through the lower league uh, fixtures across all three leagues it's quite a tricky card so I had to be a bit inventive. Probably don't have as many tips on a Saturday as we normally have, but I'm not going to start putting stuff up for the sake of it. So I think we've got four bets shared in the channel and we've got at least a couple of bets on this week's podcast. Yeah, we'll have a wee look at these games. We'll recap them before the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, let's get started in the Championship then. Last week, uh, I suppose you could say the cat was put amongst the pigeons a wee bit, Greg, the top two getting beat on the same weekend. Uh, so no no real change at the top of the table. Uh, Dundee United go to Inverness tonight, Friday night. Uh, what should be... I feel a tricky trip for them, but they've actually done pretty well on the road in the United this season. They really have. I think at home, it's been massively disappointing United at home. Actually, scandalous is the word I would use. They've only won five of their ten home games, mm-hmm. which for me, for United, that's just unacceptable. But on the road, they've been superb, as you say. Seven wins and two draws. They've only shipped two goals on the road this season. So they really struggle at home at Tannadice. I don't know if that's because there's fans' expectations of them hammering teams every week and teams maybe sit in and get a lift from playing at Tannadice. I don't, I don't know, but five wins from ten, really poor. But on the road, they are scoring goals, not conceding goals. And I guess with that game in hand, if they win that game in hand, I think they go top on goal difference. Yeah. And I guess for Wraith Rovers, they're going through a bit of a sticky patch as well. Just one win and four for them. So they can put a bit of pressure tonight on, on Wraith Rovers, who play a side tomorrow with a new manager, which we'll touch upon shortly. But for me tonight, I, I think there's going to be goals in this game. Uh, I do. I think United are much, much better on the road. I, I know that there's question marks around um, maybe Louis Moult's fitness for tonight, but Tony Watts back scoring goals. Last weekend was massively disappointing, that 3-2 defeat at home to a very informed Morton side. Yeah. But 
I guess defensively, shipping three goals last week, they have done well on the road defensively United, but I think there's a goal, there's goals in this game. Billy McKay, obviously, still scoring goals for Inverness. Yeah. They'll, they'll massively miss David Wotherston, who I think joined United. I think yes, Monday. Yeah, this week. I, I seen somebody saying it was going to be rubber stamped. I don't know if the move's actually gone through just yet, but yeah, that's he's obviously going to be a, a big miss for for Cali tonight. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to delay that move purely for this match. I'm yeah, not sure it doesn't if doesn't play tonight. Yeah, it doesn't play tonight. But either way, it's a massive blow for for Inverness. He's been a real shining light since. Um, Duncan Ferguson came in and as you say it's a tricky match for United but I just think on the roads they've done really well this season and it's a perfect way for them to go back on to, into winning ways and over 2.5 goals tonight pays just a shade below evens at 19-20 to 20. Yeah totally with you on the goals angle tonight big win for Inverness last weekend wasn't it 3-1 at air that was their first win in six Yeah and I think Sides love going to air because air just can't buy a win at home and Lee Bowen very much a man under under serious pressure in, in the championship. Yeah, they've slid down the table just very briefly on their game, Greg, they're away to Arbroath, who are currently uh, bottom of the table. I was going to ask it too early to call it a six-pointer. No, it is. It absolutely is. It's never too early for a six-pointer. Never too early. Ayr, um, 11-10, very, very short. I know Ayr have performed much better on the road than they have at home, but I, I think I don't think things are great. At Somerset Park, and I think if Lee Bill was, was to lose this, I think he would definitely um, get his jotters before yeah. Monday. And Abro, 74 at home, has not really been an upturn since Jim McIntyre came in, really. The bottom of the league still. I think they've got quite a few players missing as well. So, uh, for me, it's very, very easy this game. Just leave it well alone, this one. Yeah, yeah. Such a toxic turvy league. There's only 10 points between fourth and 10th. Um, so a couple of wins in the championship can take you up the table pretty quickly, um, as Duncan Ferguson found out <laughs> for a couple of weeks. But things yeah, yeah. Another, way. Uh, another team that's kind of struggling with injuries at the moment, Greg, is Dunfermline. They're now five without a win. Uh, and had it not been Airdrie that they're playing this weekend, then I might have fancied them to be a bit vulnerable this weekend. But uh, Airdrie's record on the road is pretty poor. It is poor, and that that just basically puts you off back in this game, I think. Mm. I don't think there's any case to be back in the firm one. I think they're struggling for numbers at the moment. They'll be looking to get some boys in in the January transfer window. But Airdrie, you've got to give massive credit to Airdrie. What a season they're having. They're sitting fourth, which I think is a tremendous feat for them to be in and around the playoffs. They'll be watching over their shoulder very closely to, to Morton's run. I think Morton, what, five, six weeks ago, were kind of um, relegation fodder almost. Yeah, they, were, they say, were bottom. They were. But it's such a topsy-turvy league, as you say, and they've gone on, a, I think, an eight-match unbeaten run now, Morton, and they're at home to, to party at Thistle. Again, another match I'm expecting goals in. Yep. I think Thistle have seen over 2.5 goals now in 18 of their 20 league games this season. Man. Probably the highest in yeah. British football, to be fair. And I think six of the last seven meetings between the sides have seen over 2.5 goals and both teams score. And I think there's also always a bit of dig between these two sides. Not sure why or how, but I don't think Morton like Thistle and Thistle don't like Morton. So probably like me cards in this game as well. But for me, I think over 2.5 goals in this match um, is a good angle to go on. Again, Morton, the form side in the championship Indeed. Uh, as well. I wouldn't want to be backing against them in the form that they're in. That was a brilliant win last week, 3-2 mm-hmm. at Tanadice, off the back of some really good wins as well. 
I was so annoyed with myself. I really did fancy Morton, but just didn't have the balls to, to take them, unfortunately. I think a few people were probably in the same boat. Yeah. I was of the opinion that I don't really want to back against United at home. Yeah. And But that said, Morton, a great run. Now looking at the playoffs, and a great opportunity for them to, to kind of move, I think, closer to Airdrie in, in fourth. Whilst this will not fully out of the reckoning yet for the title, no. I think they are, but mathematically, if they keep just chugging along there in third place as they're doing, they can maybe even nick second place, who knows, but yeah, I think it's been a really good game. You've kind of got to pay tribute to Thistle, you know, they've five defeats this season, three of them have come against the United and Wraith Rover, so very firmly the third best team in the championship, I think, at the moment. Yeah, they're kind of making that third place their own really, aren't they? Um, mm. If they get a win here, they're kind of in no man's land a little bit. They're well ahead of the teams in the fourth, but I don't think they've got enough about them to, to challenge Wraith uh, United. And I think the fans as well will, will say to you that Wraith United have got much bigger budgets than they are. Yeah. And that's probably quite fair. I know they struggled in the window in, in summer. Lost, obviously, all their best players from last season and were kind of financially not in, not in a great place. So I guess, to be fair, this third place is probably where they um, will be quite happy to be at the moment. And they've obviously got the playoffs to look forward to as well. Yeah, but as you say, so two forum teams at Capo this weekend, and I think goals looks like the, the best angle there rather than trying to pick a winner between these two. Yeah, I think it'd be silly to try and pick a winner here. Both sides are in decent form, especially Morton at home. Would not be backing against Morton in any way, shape or form. And I think this is very easily uh, over 2.5 goals that I'm doubling up with a match in League 2. Yeah, we'll get on to that shortly. Let's touch on the last game in the Championship. It's Wraith Rovers v Queen's Park. The Spiders taking their time. They've scared Europe looking for a replacement <laughs> for the Dutch manager that has left and they have managed to appoint uh, is he the, the most successful Scottish manager? A double cup times? winning manager, yeah, yeah. you're looking for, I think. Callum Davidson. <laughs> I think it's a thoughts? great appointment. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that by, by him, Blue Tint and St Johnson specs on, because he's there, and so is Liam Craig, who is also a St Johnson legend as as well. But I think it's a good appointment. Mm-hmm. They're, on, they're joint bottom with our both at the moment, 17 points. Do you know what? They're 10 points off the playoffs for game in hand. If they, went in, they could go on a run. Um, and shoot up the table as well. Let's not get but, carried away here, Greg. No, honestly, that's how that's how that's how bad the championship is in that in, in that front. It only takes maybe three or four wins in a row to get right up that league. And I think Morton are testament to that. I think Ayr and Inverness will be saying exactly the same thing. This all are well clear; they'll be in the playoffs no matter what happens. But there's going to be a lot of change between now and and May, I think. But yeah. Queens Park away to Wraith. It's difficult as it comes, really, for their first game in charge at Wraith Rovers. But what I do say is that Wraith don't keep many clean sheets. They can see a lot of goals, Wraith Rovers. I think um, when you look at the points they've had this season, when you look at their defensive record, Airdrie, Morton, their friend and Vanessa have shipped fewer goals than mm-hmm. Wraith Rovers, which is quite surprising for a team that's top of the league. Yeah. And the Queen's Park have already scored t- two goals in each of the two meetings this season, plus you've got that um, potential new manager bounce as well to see if that um, comes to fruition or not. So I think for me, Queen's Park are a good bet on uh, both teams to score in the match. So I think for this one, for me, more than happy to back Queen's Park to score in this match at Wraith Rovers. And I'm doubling that up with a match in League One. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Queen's Park were one of the teams that had the balls to back last week uh, against Infermline. I know Queen's Park hadn't won since August, so I was pleased to get on board. I think um, 
the I can't remember the boy's name, the other Dutch boy that had come in uh, in the interim had actually done not too bad. You know, they were certainly showing signs of improvement. Um, yeah, and again, another team who I would like to back, but certainly not away at Wraith. No, definitely not. It's a big game for this for Wraith because they could find themselves in the second place um, if United win tonight, which I think they will. And but the way Wraith are playing, if they're one 0 down, you still expect them to score <laughs> two late goals. Saying that though, I had a little five, and a little five pound acre in Scotland, Scotland last week on both teams to score. And guess mm-hmm. who let me down? Ah, Wraith Rovers away to Airdrie. Yeah. I never touched them to win that match. I thought tough game away to Airdrie, but you're expecting them to score. So out of what 16, 14 matches, the only side not to score. So they're definitely in the bad books. They are in the bad books. So <laughs> hopefully we can get some goals there on Saturday and as you say, uh, Queen's Park's the one that we want to get uh, on the score sheet. Um, and you're going to double that up with Cove in League One? Yeah, we got stung during the week with Cove at Falkirk. I think they had a bit of a sickness bug, a few players missing and obviously they're playing the best team in the league. But Cove have been in great form, and obviously much of that is down to their superstar striker, Rembrandt Burrow, who's on, what, 20-plus goals for the season in all competitions? I think he's starting to get a bit of interest from other sides as well. So it'll be interesting to see if Cove can keep him or not. I'm sure they will. But anyone scoring 20 goals in any league will be having people looking at them. So mm-hmm. I just think Hamilton, for me, League One's finished now, which is great. They're great for us in terms of the ant post. We've got Falkirk to win that league, and we've got United to, to win the championship so that's one of those legs for me done, I think there's a fair amount of points between them now um, in, in League One, between Falkirk and Hamilton and I just think that Cove can go to Hamilton and score they're scoring week in week out that was the first week, they're not scoring in a long time um, at Falkirk during the week but there's reasons behind that so more than happy to bat the double which is um, Queen's Park to score at Wraith Rovers and back in Cove to score at Hamilton. It's nine points between Falkirk and Hamilton now. I know for Hamilton have got a game in hand. Sorry, 11 points, sorry. Hamilton have got a game in hand. But for me, Falkirk are 1-7 to seven now to, to win League One. And they, they absolutely will do that. Yeah, it's uh, it is a big gap to make up. I think it's 20, 20 games unbeaten this season so far. I think the only unbeaten team left in Scotland. Falkirk, yeah, I think so. it's 24 or 25 all competitions. Is it? So yeah. after five seasons in League One... Falkirk are finally going to make themselves into the championship. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, anything else in League One catching your eye? I kind of just wanted to touch on Edinburgh City. Oh, what a massive, team. Massive prices being quoted around Edinburgh City week in, week out now. Just back them to score. Just back them to score. We were on yeah. the 2-1 last week, which was a great find. 2-1 to one to score last week. They duly did. Um, I've not seen any prices yet, but again, they're playing Falkirk, so I'll leave this one out. But Edinburgh City have scored two goals at Hamilton, 2v Cove they scored again against Alloa um, last weekend so I would just encourage anyone just keep backing Edinburgh City to score and you're going to get between evens and probably 7-4 um, yeah. 6-4 it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they look like coming out of this uh, current transfer window, I was on the brilliant um, Nary's Topoker dot blog yeah, does a great job, com, he? Uh, who keeps track of all the transfers in Scotland I definitely recommend that for a wee look if you're interested in players that are coming and going I think he's listed 21 players who have left Edinburgh City uh, yeah they're basically a new team isn't it? it's yeah. a new team to be fair to them the young team and youth players have come in have actually done really well yeah. I know they've been yeah. on end of a few hidings but they've actually performed pretty well They've lost late goals in two of the games. It was one all with minutes to go against Stirling Albion. Mm. Sorry, against Alloa last week. 
they were 3-1 as well in another match against still in Albion. So, yeah, they're, they're doing well, the young lads. But, yeah, week in, week out, they are on the end of a, of a, of a defeat. Yeah, and they're twenty to one this weekend against Falkirk, probably the. Well, they're forty-five to one last week probably. away to Alloa, yeah. yeah. So the Bookies have obviously get themselves a shake and realise, yeah. listen, do you know what? Maybe not as big as that. Yeah, um, yeah. But in in League One, I think Cove might have his backers at seventy-two potentially. Um, Kelty Hearts at home to Annan at forty-five. Montrose at home to Stirling Albion. Now Montrose at home, you'd fancy him to beat a side who I think have lost seven of their ten away matches still in Albion, but Keane Hester's uh, suspended. Yeah. I think Michael Gardner was um, sent off last week as That's well, 2-2 right. yeah. draw, so that puts you off a little bit, but they might just have enough to to eat, to get an edge past still in Albion. And as for Queen of the South, the Aloha, Aloha are on their best run since 2002, I think. 15-8 um, to eight away to Queen of the South. Couldn't touch this game. Really couldn't. Uh, I think Alloa a good run of form at the moment, but Queen of the South just having a pretty disappointing season at eleven yeah. to ten. So again, that's best left alone that one. Yeah, I thought the Kelty price wasn't too bad at forty five considering Annan. I think it's thirteen without a win now for Annan. Yeah, I think it is. I think goals is a good shout for this match. Eight to thirteen yeah. over two point five goals. Um chuck that into Naka, I think. Yeah, yeah, not a bad shout. Uh, let's have a wee quick look at League Two uh, and the two forum teams are playing each other this weekend. Greg Spartans host Stenhouse Muir. Stenhouse Muir have now opened up an 11 point lead in League Two as well, similar to Falkirk. They are 10 wins uh, in a row, which is no mean feat, especially in League Two, the way things are. Uh, but Spartans also in good form there, four wins in a row, uh, and they've got their eye in second place. So, should be an interesting game between the two of them on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. And as you can see by the prices, the bookies can't separate them. Yeah. I, I think six to four for staying away from home on the run there on is a pretty decent price to be fair. I think it will have its backers. I think they are the best team in that league by a distance, staying away from here. They've got quite a decent gap now, as you say. Eleven points, they're gonna go up. I know it's only January, but you can't see them throwing away an eleven point um lead. They're one to four, which I think is a pretty decent price. Um an eleven point up, start. Yeah, with an 11 point start. I don't see the Barton have gone right off the rails. Yeah. Peter Hedman is struggling a bit as well. So, yeah, standing at 6 to 4 probably isn't, isn't the worst of shouts. But Spartans have had a very good season um, in League Two this season and definitely should be discounted at home. Yeah. Uh, the one team we've kind of spoke about on and off, Greg, is Clyde. Obviously, Ian McCall in there. And it's another team I'd be interested to see what kind of wheeling and dealing he manages to do in the, the January transfer window. Um, they are away to East Fife this weekend. And again, a bit like, but like maybe Queen's Park. I would like to get on Clyde, but maybe not this week. Um, and then they've also got Aberdeen in the Cup next Friday night, I think that is, which should be quite an interesting one. And then they're away to the Spartans again, who are one of the yeah. teams. So maybe a few weeks before we can really um, see where we think Clyde are going to go. I think McCall is going to get them out of trouble down the bottom. Yeah, I said last week, we had a great tip on them last week to score two goals at uh, home to Bonnyrigg. And they did that after 25 minutes at 13-8, to eight, which was a great find. And that was on the basis that Clyde had been scoring goals. It hasn't been a great start for Ian McCall so far at Clyde. I think they had some really tough games where they played Stenhouse Muir, Dumbarton and I think Spartans in three of the fir- his first four games. They won last week. That was a massive win last week because Elgin won last week as well. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to become too detached. They're five points behind or five points adrift at the bottom with a game in hand. Yeah, but they three, are scoring goals. Three up last week as well. Yeah, three up at the 3-2, and they managed to hold on. But looking at Clyde's matches for goals, that was the 11th time in 12 games now 
their games have delivered over 2.5 match goals. And they're in good scoring forms as well. They scored 2, 1, 4, 1 and 3 in their last five. Mm-hmm. So again, I fully expect both teams to score. East Fife have had a shocker of a season. They really have. Massively disappointing. But they got a great win last week at Dumbarton. But I know Dumbarton aren't in great shape at the moment either. So I just think this match, for me, is poised to have both teams to score. And that should lead us to at least um, three match goals. So doubling that up with the Morton v Thistle game, and it pays just a fraction over two to one. Yeah, okay. So that's another nice little double for us. Um, anything else in League Two before we wrap up? Um, not really, no. It's a, it's a really tricky card this week. And I think we've done the right thing. We've, we've, we've managed to find, I think, four um, pretty solid doubles um, across the league. Um, obviously, we've got a single tonight on goals in Vernes v United. So, quite happy with that. And obviously, we've got the Scottish Cup to look forward to next week. Yeah, but should be good to say, I think it kicks off with Clyde. I've not looked through the fixtures yet, but the bookies tend to be very, very slow on bringing prices out. So, I'm not expecting prices next week until Thursday at the very earliest. Yeah, but we'll cover that in next week's podcast. Um, Okay, can you just give us a wee recap of this week's bets on the podcast, please? Yeah, so starting tonight, Inverness versus Dungeon United, and I'm taking over 2.5 match goals at 19 to 20, and that's with Bet365. And into the lower leagues, I'm taking a over 2.5 goals double. So Morton v Thistle and East Fife v Clyde. And that pays 21 to 10 with Bet365 and with William Hill. And I'm also backing Queen's Park to score and the Cove to score in a double. And that pays 13 to 10. Okay, good stuff. Don't forget you can join Greg's private channel uh, where you can get more bets like these on a daily basis. Just follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg for all the details on how to join up there. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. Good luck.